for this morning as we sit together. For the first part of the sit, we'll just sit silently together and you're welcome. You know what you need this morning. The mind needs grounding to be with the body and the breath. Or to be spacious, resting in awareness. Where it feels appropriate. This is the last breath practice. Or the contemplation of body aging, decaying, decaying after death. Towards the end of the sit, I'll offer a visualization, but for now we'll sit quietly together.
like to invite you to a guided visualization if you wish to follow. Start with taking a deep breath and relaxing. Relaxing into this moment right here, right now. In this body, in this place, you at the Maranasati retreat at Spirit Rock. Relaxing, relaxing into your body some more. Softening. And now, as you're relaxed, allowing an image to arise, not creating it, but allowing it to arise as naturally as possible of you on your deathbed. It could be years from now. It's okay for this exercise. Just let it arise. It's okay for it to be comfortable and safe for this exercise. You can be surrounded by friends and family if you wish, or not. Whatever arises naturally for you. Let it arise, or nothing. Seeing yourself there, perhaps lying, perhaps in comfort, but mostly with acceptance without fear, embracing what's about to happen with ease and equanimity, a sense of ease in your body, a sense of ease in your mind. A sense of contentment. An openness, a fearlessness. Embracing it all. Embracing and letting go. Feeling ease, softness, and relaxation in the body. Relaxing, softening, letting go. Opening. Opening.
And as you open, as you relax and soften and embrace what is with ease, without fear, you take a moment to look back, looking back at your life with curiosity, with wonder, just letting the feeling arise from this moment on to a time that as of now hasn't happened yet. So from the vantage point of your deathbed, looking back from this moment to this moment at Spirit Rock beyond, what's emerging Is there one thing that you wish you had done, that you have done by then? Creating a sense of contentment. If not, that's okay, let it go. There is something that needs to emerge as a pointer to an aspiration to what needs to be done. Embrace that. And if not, it's okay. going back to the vantage point of the deathbed. 
Taking a deep breath. And letting the feeling arise that what needed to be done was done. Allowing the body to relax, to soften. (sighs) Breathing in and out, letting go, softening. It's all okay. Embracing what is, what has been, what may be. Relaxing. Softening, letting go. to this moment, this body, right here at Spirit Rock, sitting, a retreat. Taking another deep breath, settling into this body right now, this moment, this precious moment, this precious moment of life, of agency, of being alive, breathing, Embracing whatever is arising in this moment. With spaciousness. And simply breathing with it.
Good morning. So, um, the visualization that we did, um, we did a brief version, and for some people, it can be powerful and and productive, and actually for some people, it might emerge naturally from doing Maranasati, might have already emerged for you naturally this past week, seeing yourself on your deathbed. It's a powerful practice I did many years ago, decades ago, which was quite life-changing for me personally. And also for some of you, it might be eh, which is perfectly fine. And also, it can bring up a lot of uncomfortable feelings, which is perfectly fine. We're not, you're, you're not, you didn't choose to be on a Marnasati retreat if you <laughs> didn't realize there would be some uncomfortable feelings and things coming up that you would sit with and work with. So, great. If, if it was productive, great. If it wasn't, great. If difficult feelings came up that you're sitting with, also great. It's all part of this practice. So, embracing whatever, whatever came up or didn't. Couple of things I wanted to add um, as an addendum to the to the talk last night, as um, I talked about uh, near death experiences. I also wanted to mention that um, in both near death experiences and and rebirth. So, in the Theravada tradition, and also all Buddhist traditions, of course, rebirth is um, a main belief. Um, in Theravada in terms of what happens after death. Uh, in, in the suttas, there isn't so much. In the Abhidhamma, which is the higher teachings, which is the commentary, there's the idea of consciousness, last moment consciousness, death consciousness, next moment consciousness, next life consciousness. But there isn't so much about it. it um, you know, like the light and the movement and all of that. In the Tibetan tradition, especially the Tibetan Book of the Dead, it matches the near-death experience reports from various people quite nicely, actually. So if you are curious, the Tibetan Book of the Dead might be a resource. And also there, um, there are a couple of documentaries made, and if you search YouTube for um, the Tibetan Book of the Dead documentary, it's a two-part documentary, and the first one especially, you might find that interesting, if this stuff is of interest to you. Also last night I um, said I will look up the name of the uh, Dutch researcher um, uh, who's a cardiologist, who's actually collected a lot of near-death experiences. His name is <clears throat> Pim, P-I-M, Van, V-A-N, last name, Lommel, L-O-M-M-E-L. And again, there are interviews with him, and I think he's written a book also, I forget the name. But if you, if you forget all this, and you just, in, in any search engine, Dutch cardiologist, near-death experience, you'll get him. They don't have to include my name, no. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's a quote I also also wanted to just share with you in this in this expansive way of holding it all and not knowing really the 
the expansiveness because we are only privy to our to our human experience right now and holding a donor mind for the expansiveness of what the possibilities are in in the world that we can't see with with our senses this this quote is from um Pierre de Chardin who was a philosopher French philosopher paleontologist and Jesuit priest so he's from a different tradition but I do like there's something about this quote that kind of hits it we're not human beings having a spiritual experience we are spiritual beings having a human experience so so with that I wanted to open it up to questions anything about your practice talk instructions yes please Thank you, Gloria. Deep bow to you. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, if you want. I wanted to leave it just be. So just for clarification, um, the fear came up about what happened on Annapurna. Yes. Yeah, at the at this, you know, while you were dying in in this meditation we were doing. So one way to understand that that I one way to understand that um, is that um, as letting go keeps happening, which you were describing a very deep letting go. Um, whatever needs to be metabolized comes to the surface in the openness of the letting go. And so you may still be metabolizing that past experience, which can be metabolized right now or at our deathbed. So that's one way to consider it. Yeah, metabolized is a word I like because it's not something we can just do with our intellect. 
right? And so I can think, oh, yeah, well, I had a scary experience and I'm fine. But somewhere in our body, heart, and mind, it's not quite done. And so the, the digestion sometimes happens over time. And the undigested comes forward sometimes as we're very open, which is how I heard your experience. is already inside of me. Um, just it just felt like oh yeah, everything's like moving towards there. Yeah. And then in the guided meditation, um, my image was being surrounded in this huge bed with all you for sharing and I'll try to repeat that the first part <clears throat> before the guided meditation the the practice that naturally arose for you was to contemplate this body aging and decaying while you're alive and and um, and feeling and making peace with with the death that is already here in the body and the part that you felt you were attached to and, and brought up a lot of discomfort was the aging uh, of the brain. So sitting with that, seeing that, what that brings up. Um, and, and just as you said beautifully, just feeling that, yeah, death is already here. Death is already, is part of life in a way, the decaying of the cells and the, the aging. And then the, with the guided meditation, you saw yourself um, on your deathbed surrounded with family, and you were happy. There was this feeling of happiness that came up for you, and then this feeling of merging. And it's funny because your name is Marge, and your friends called you Mer- 
used to call you merge. So it says it's uh, the um, so you start to laugh when you realize that oh, that's merging. But there's a feeling of just merging into unconditional love, Uh, and yeah, beautiful. Thank you for sharing. From the moment I opened my eyes this morning, I found out there rushing in. And um, uh, I think especially in this topic, there's increased dissatisfaction with what's out there. Um, So I'm wondering when I So if I can try to capture that, um, the feeling of dissatisfaction that is coming up when you're contemplating your, your, your death and, and, for example, with respect to right livelihood, it's coming up also, um, as well as the world out there rushing in. So with respect, of, with respect to live, uh, right livelihood, spending, if it, this is my last breath and I'm spending 13 hours towards something that I don't so much care about, perhaps, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth, so forgive me, um, then maybe I need to redirect in some way. So how to go about about continuing that contemplation, contemplation of right livelihood. So, so a couple of things. One is, um, um, it's, this is more about the first part, the world rushing in. What what came up for me there was there is this Zen saying, before enlightenment, chop would carry water. After enlightenment, chop would carry water. So we're still in the world. We're still in the world. It's just how we do things, how we are, how we relate to people, and how we are inside, how we go about chopping the same darn wood and carrying the same water. It looks the same from the outside, perhaps, but from the inside it's really different. So keeping that in mind, that it's really that relationship, and it might still be the same thing for some people, doing the same thing they do, but how you do it, how you show up, how you relate. So that's one aspect of it. And then the other aspect of, um, as, as you leave the retreat, take time, because even if it's not a Maranasati retreat, any retreat, we tell people, don't quit your job, don't break up, you know, just don't, just, just, just chill, you know. <laughs> it, takes twice as, it takes as long as you've been on retreat for you to re-emerge back from it. So, so take time, really take another week, at least another week, this has been an intense retreat, at least another week after you go out, to just do nothing, just, just sit, just sit with things have come up. And only after that, only after that period, maybe evaluate, maybe talk to people, wise people in your life. And, and, um, but, but don't do anything for a while. 
But yeah, but go to work. <laughs> go to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah, great. So we do need to stop. Thank you all. Um, so a couple of announcements. One is, um, oops. As you might have noticed, today is Saturday. You, tomorrow is the end of the retreat. So the retreat is dying. <laughs> And we need to let go and make peace with that, too. So today, this afternoon's schedule is a little different. Um, and the difference is that the, um, the sitting at 2.30 is now shorter. So uh, the, it ends, it's instead of 45 minutes, it's 30 minutes. So I think Kathleen is the, are you the, uh, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, uh, um, so please ring the bell earlier, uh, and also the bell ringers outside, whoever you are, for the for the three forty five has been moved to three fifteen. So our inquiry starts half hour earlier today, okay? And whoever rings the bell, please do it earlier for three fifteen, okay? And we have just a short walking period, fifteen minutes to stretch your legs. And then after that, after three fifteen contemplative, uh, the, the inquiry period, will give you a little ch- chance to, to stretch your legs, and then we'll go into 4.45, the closing announcements, and please all attend the closing announcements. Uh, the managers will be here, and all of that, everything you need to know to let go and wrap up, and, and then, so please show up to 4.45. So, um, any questions about any of this? Okay, and you, um, you will you will make the managers very happy if everybody shows up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. And they have been working hard, and yeah. So um, yeah, and there are some optional uh, practice meetings that we put up a sheet for, and I think there uh, uh, people have already signed up for them. And just to say, there's one time I needed to change because there was a mix-up. So. Uh, Karen, please check the board wherever you are. Yeah, great. And um, Barbara R. Barbara R. Are you here? Barbara R. No, Barbara. Paging, R. paging. Barbara R. Paging. Really? Okay. Was Barbara R. on this retreat? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's. Okay. It had had my name on it. You've got fans, Eugene. You've got fans. <laughs> okay. No bar. Venerable Eugene. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can, I can let go. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Have a great day of practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.